A select few survivors are tasked with colonizing and repopulating a new Earth. Strong female characters drive the action in this dystopian post-apocalyptic thriller. Georgia, one of several beautiful genetic exotics, dares to break free from the tightly controlled social structures that forces women like her into a life of sexual slavery and forbids all women to bear and raise their own babies. Enter the hatchery. Episode two, Matchmakers. Sophie rushed to make it through the door of the RC as Tiffany was just stepping out of the end of her shift. Sophie shoved her out of the way and stepped firmly on the pressure-sensitive threshold to keep the door from slamming shut. If it had, she would have been reported as late again, and she couldn't afford that. She breathed a sigh of relief when the flashing blue light changed to green, then paused to smile sheepishly at her co-worker and raised her shoulders in faux repentance. I'm so sorry. Are you okay, Tiffany? Cutting a little close there, aren't you? Tiffany shook her head at her in disapproval. Are you hurt? Sophie reached her hand down to pull Tiffany back up to her feet, being careful not to lift her foot from the threshold. I'll live. Have a good shift, Soph. I'll see you back at the dorm. Tiffany waved as she left Sophie behind to take over the shift. She made her way down the path toward the nutrition station to get something to eat. She was anxious to get to the RT's dormitory, take her pill, crawl into her cot on level four, and melt into a deep restorative sleep. Julian scowled as Sophie slid into her ergonomic chair and logged into her workstation with a practice fluid grace. What the fuck, Sophie? She shrugged as she tucked a section of her straight blonde hair behind her right ear. She made a concerted effort to look and sound nonchalant. I'm here, aren't I? Don't stress. You barely made it through the door in time. Maybe you don't give a fuck, but I don't want any trouble. Relax, Julian. I'm here. It's all good. Let's get going on these files. Julian groaned, pushed back the sleeves of his shirt, and attacked his keyboard with the intensity of a concert pianist. Sophie and Julian were opposites. She hated how inept he made her feel most of the time, but she couldn't help but admire his dedication to his work. The contrast between them was embarrassingly obvious. She'd been sanctioned twice already this year for logging in late, and she knew that her shift partner was unfairly held accountable for her reckless behavior. Julian was anxious enough without this kind of pressure. Hey, Jules. What now? He refused to look up from his work. Hey, I'm sorry I stressed you out. It won't happen again, last time. Honest. Julian wanted to stay annoyed, but Sophie had a way of distracting him. Truthfully, 
He had never gotten over the brief romance they had a year ago. She wasn't serious, and he pretended he wasn't either, but he continued to harbor a secret crush on her long after she'd moved on. To be honest, Julian had no game with women. In fact, he was a complete tech dork. He would fantasize about Sophie during his harvesting sessions. It made him feel kind of dirty, but thinking about her increased his yield, which earned him extra meal rations and other privileges. High-yielding males enjoyed an elevated status and perks. Game had nothing to do with it. Julian refocused his energy on the keyboard to pull himself out of the embarrassing fantasy that had drifted into his thoughts. So we need to find a redhead, he murmured while his fingers flew over the keyboard. What? We need to find a male donor with a genetic predisposition for red hair to partner with Georgia 76B. She's getting close to the end of her peak fertility. If we don't find a suitable donor soon, we run the risk of wasting a unique DNA variant. Sophie nodded. She'd forgotten about Georgia 76B. The egg donor had turned 36 since they had last looked over her file. Tick-tock goes her biological clock. I'm on it. Her long, thin fingers hammered impatiently over the keyboard, exiting and entering various databases with practice muscle memory. I'm searching. Still searching. Still searching. Aha! Found one. Samuel 87Q. He's 42 years old, has successfully fathered three children, one with red hair. His health assessment is still very good. What do you think, Julian? Is he too old? He hasn't paired in a few years. Sounds like a good prospect if you ask me. I say we go for it. Julian made a show of strolling to the cabinet that contained the files of male donors. Finding the file labeled Samuel 87Q, he struggled a bit to pull it out from the overstuffed shelf. He placed it on Sophie's workstation. Voila! Let's make love. Sophie laughed. Yes! Let's! Did you bring protection? Me? No. She sighed. <sighs> You're such a guy. Then I guess it's up to Georgia and Samuel to do it for us. Can I watch? He grinned. That depends. Are you working tomorrow? Nope. Then I guess not. She checked the schedule. Tiffany's on for tomorrow, so she'll be sure to tell you all about it. You know how she loves to talk.